The Man Cave Podcast is brought to you by Woods and Water Realty. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Woods and Water Realty is your go-to real estate store. Check them out online at woodsandwater.com. The Man Cave. A sanctuary. A sacred place. A place where we can go talk about the things we want to talk about. A place where we're surrounded by our favorite teams. A place where everyone is welcome. Grab a seat and a beverage. This is the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dan Casper here for another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. We've been just piping out these podcasts this week. What, we got three weeks? Three weeks worth of episodes? Or three weeks, three days worth of episodes for this week. See, I'm already losing track here. But uh, for this episode of the podcast, we're doing a little outdoors version, doing a little hunting talking. We're bringing back A-Aaron, you know, Sturgy, back on the pod. And uh, yeah, he's already tagged out. I'll let him kind of talk about that here a little bit. But uh, good to bring back A-Aaron from No Idea, chatting a little hunting and you know, now that he's tagged out, what, what what is he gonna do this hunting season? What is he gonna do for the rest of bow season, huh? What is he gonna do? And we get a little deep into some conversation, some outdoor philosophy, and all that sort of stuff. So I think you guys are gonna like this episode. Reminder though, too, if you're not following or subscribing to the podcast, make sure you're doing so. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, we're ev- we're we're everywhere, practically everywhere. So like when you're getting ready to head out to the woods or you're at deer camp, you can listen to the podcast listen to all the episodes of the podcast right and uh if you have a if you're listening like on itunes or something like that you can you can rate it you can give us like five stars and then write a little review that helps it help spread the word and share it on your socials too all right do that but let's get into it here's my uh here i'm catching up with a aaron again from no idea dude's already tagged out for this bow season All right, he is back, back in studio, and he's already got bragging rights on a lot of us <laughs> over here. A. Aaron, back on the podcast, back on the show, I should say as well. No idea you got to you get your new hats in yet? Uh, they're coming in. They're We're going to Chippewa Valley. All right. They're coming. They're camo with blaze Ooh. orange. You're gonna like them. Nice, I, I like. And it. the first one is yours, man. I'm bringing it in. Bingo! All right, I'm, I'm, I called dibs <laughs> on it a while ago, so that's exciting. I love that hat. I I like swag, though. So, no, dude, you texted me. Like, I'm not even kidding you. When you texted me a couple nights ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to send him a Twitter direct message because it's like nine something. I don't know if you're up or anything like that. Well, we we were watching, what was it, Sunday Night Football, I think, or or what? It was was Monday Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Yeah, Monday Night Football. And I'm like, I don't know if he's up or not. So, and then literally, as I'm typing it, you texted me. I'm like, oh, okay. He's going to yell at me for not getting hold of him to do a podcast or something (laughs) like that. And, you know, and. You got a deer already. I, I mean, you, you uh, tagged out, and you know, last time you're on here, you're like, ah, October. You know, that's kind of you know, no, no, end of September. Yeah. You, you already tagged out, man. Yeah, you if if, out, so. if our yeah, if our listeners go back and listen to the last one, uh, the last podcast that I was on, yeah, you and I were talking about, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, late mid to late fall, October, all that good stuff. That's the best time for bow hunting. We're now three weeks into bow hunting. I think this is. Uh, when we're recording this right now, it's what week three yeah, yeah. Uh, of bow season, and, and it's been 
dude, it's been 80s, yeah. <laughs> upper 70s, 80s, you yeah. know, and I'm thinking, this isn't, you know, deer aren't moving. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of pictures coming in on our on our trail cams and stuff. And yep. you know how it Same is. Same here, yeah. People are like, oh, you know, this is perfect. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I, go, go down to your basement, pull out your winter coats, and then go out and sit in this weather. That's kind of <laughs> yep. like deer. They don't want to move. They're yep. not moving in this stuff. So... Um, yeah, and so I texted you Monday night. We're watching the football game together, you know, and so yep. forth. And I texted you, and I wasn't texting you about this. I was actually just texting you to brag because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, dude. Yeah, because so I texted you back, and you're like, wait. And I'm like, okay, what happened? You know, I thought you were going to tell me some bad news or, you know, like I can't do this anymore. We're going to do our own thing now or whatever. And then, then I get a message that comes through, and it's like, for real? Yeah. yeah. Perfect timing, though, too, yeah. I guess, because you're going to hop on. You can yeah. already break to everybody. But, yeah, you, you tagged out, and we were talking a little bit off the air, and you weren't even planning on really nope. going. You weren't prepared nope. or anything like that, but you wanted to sit for a little bit. And yeah. So, well, that's so, usually how it happens, it seems like, too. Yeah. We we were up uh, we were up filming uh, an episode on um, ATVing up in the Northwoods in Washburn County, Burnett County, where our hunting cabin is, and... Uh, we want to put together an episode of just taking people along with us uh, in our UTV, our side-by-side, just showing the beautiful country that's up there. And I went up thinking, yeah, I, I better throw the bow in mm-hmm. just in case, you know, just go go uh, to the end of our, our property that butts up to the public land and, and just sit for a while. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. It's, you know, like I said, it was... That uh, Monday, it was 78, mm-hmm. almost 80 degrees up there. and You know, so I, we got done filming, and uh, it was 4 o'clock, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go out and sit. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Beautiful evening. That's what I love about this yep. time of year, to sit in the stand. And, um, yeah, dude, I go out. I sit. Uh, gorgeous evening, hanging out, uh, actually hanging out in my father's uh, blind. Mm. And... Uh, uh, so uh, a doe and her two basic, they're yearlings, you know, come in and they're hanging out They're, you know, they're, they're eating, you know, scavenging around the area and so forth. And then another doe and her two yearlings come in and, and, and it was just one of those, I don't know what, you, I don't, I don't mean to get all spiritual and weird, but it's, it's just those moments when you're sitting there, you're up off the ground and you're just, you're watching nature and you're watching these creatures that you respect. You're watching them in their environment, and you're just learning as you watch them, you know. And the the one mother, you know, shoes the other mother and her yearlings away, you know. And you're kind of like, well, what's that all about? All that good mm-hmm. stuff. And then, so I'm watching them for about a half hour, and then a just this little runt of a spike comes in because they're always looking back, and the spike comes in, and the does chase the spike off. And he takes off, and they keep looking back. <clears throat> he comes back in, so now I got seven deer in front of me, and it's just awesome. And they start looking to my right, so that would be on the north, you know, to the north. And they keep looking, keep looking, and about ten minutes later, uh, a buck catches my eye. I didn't know it was a buck until I, you know, I see him. He's coming down this ridge. Uh, coming towards the doe and I'm like that's a big body deer and we've had some pretty decent size bucks on mm-hmm. our cameras and sure enough I, I glass him and I'm like yeah that's that's one of the eight pointers that we've been seeing 
and he just comes down uh and they start you know they start working some uh some area where you have some food plot kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and uh it was just it was just awesome to watch because the does didn't know what to do with him he really was he acted more irritated with the does and so he would at one at one point he chased them off um and the does just kind of scatter, but they all kind of circle back, come back, and he's just hanging out there. And, I mean, it was just one of those picturesque moments where, you know, you're just like, this is this is what it's this mm-hmm. is what it's all about. So, yeah, so I'm sitting there. Man, I don't know. I don't know what you're – it's hard. So I, I've got him. Got him in my sights. And I'm thinking, this is my first sit of the bow season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an hour and a half into this sit. And I know how hard it is to bow, you know, to bow hunt. I, mm-hmm. I've, I've had those moments where, you know, you're successful. And then I've had those seasons where you just eat tag soup. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I'm watching him. And you, do you ever think this where you're like, if I take him now, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm done. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and, what am I gonna do the rest of the fall? You yeah, know, besides right? watch football and yeah, all watch that. football and, and so forth. And I'm like, man, I'm 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 gonna be done, you know. And and I'll be honest with you, he he's not, uh, he's not the biggest buck I've shot, but mm-hmm. he was on the bucket list in that I wanted to be the first at my, you know, my my dad and my brother and I own this hunting cabin. I wanted to be the first to harvest a buck on public land, um, with a bow. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of my bucket list this year. And I'm like, here's my opportunity. Here's my chance. So I'm watching him and I'm, I watch him for probably about another half hour and I'm, and I'm hemming and hawing. And I'm like, what do I do? Uh, he's sitting right there. I would take him. And then I, you know, I'm a huge Steven Rinelli meat eater kind of guy. And he said one thing in an episode because he was wrestling with the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, like it's the first day of the hunt. You see one. He's like, if, if what you're looking at, if if he's worth, if if he's, if the deer that you're looking at is is a deer that you would harvest on the last day of the deer season, then why wouldn't you harvest him when you have the opportunity? It's a good way to look at it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. ah. So I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, but you want to brutally honest with you, and this is where I think I'm moving as a hunter, uh, <clears throat> as I think about myself progressing through the stages of harvesting and hunting is what really what really compelled me and got me thinking this is this is the moment um is i started to think about i started to picture what my freezer looks like really and i'm like you know what we don't we need to fill the freezer we don't have (laughs) i mean we've gone through our venison our two deer that we got last year has been gone for the last two months I'm like, all right, yeah. This is why. I, this is why I do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And so, yeah, I uh, uh, I waited. It was hard because uh, the the little yearlings, you know, uh, were were constantly moving around, moving around him. And so I, I was like, okay, I got I got to take the you know make sure the 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 moment presents itself. And I had to wait for him to step out into a window in uh, a shooting lane. It took some time. And it was about a about a thirty five yard shot, and sure enough, after a while, it finally presented itself. But it, it's amazing how just these creatures, a deer. You know, I learn something new about a deer every time. But 
from the moment I was able to let go to release to the moment that my arrow struck him, he had time to turn, look at me, and I got him right, right in the neck. Right, I was lucky. I was a, it was a lucky one, and um, from there on out, everything was you know. Yeah, got to see the blood, track him, find him, harvest him, cut him up. Uh, that night, got to sit down by myself, uh, drink a little uh, shot of whiskey yeah. to enjoy the moment. A double win in whiskey with y- Green yeah. Bay. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you know have have uh, enjoy tenderloin over rice and at my yeah. hunting cabin. I mean, that's dude. You just feel. You know me as a pastor. Mm-hmm. It's a God thing, but you, you just you feel closer to the Creator when you do this stuff. Anyways, I don't mean to get all no, no. really spiritual, and but that's what this is all about. I'm yeah. like, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you did, was, did you have to did you have to call your brother back or anything like that to help you out, or did you do no, it all yourself? There, you know, where our cabin is up in Washburn, we're we're a good hour and a half away, so it's not like somebody was going, you know, coming to. To help me, and this yeah. was the first time that it, it's just been all on me. So yeah, I had to. I tracked him. Um, I, I let him sit. So I, I I waited for about an hour. Uh, come to find out, I didn't need to. Um, but yeah, I had to. You know, all by myself, sixty eight degrees out. <laughs> I had to. I had to drag him about sixty yards to 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 the trailhead where I could get him into our side by side. And um, let's just say uh, today's. Friday, yesterday, my thighs and my <laughs> my back started feeling normal again because I'm like, dude, this stuff is, <laughs> this is getting, yeah, so it was good. But it was just, you know, it's just me. It was yep. just me harvesting this, knowing that my family and I are now going to be able to eat some just phenomenal um, uh, meals, knowing where it came from, knowing that I harvest. It was just awesome. Yeah, that's all, that man, is awesome, it's, man. It's so you know, I'm probably getting your blood going, and you are you know, because you know I'm like, toying with when I can get out there, and I'm like, it's 80 degrees today. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that sort of thing. And, yeah, so I, so I busted my butt, you know, on on Tuesday, got him off the buck pole, and I had to I had to get down here, and typically I. I'm the one I I cut my own deer up, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and and my brother and I enjoy processing our own uh, venison and making our own stuff. Um, but this was like I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to risk it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get it someplace where I can get in the locker. Uh, they can cut it up and get it done for me because yeah, I mean by ten o'clock on Tuesday it was seventy two right. degrees. So right, yeah. exactly. That's the hard part about this time of year. So now that you got a bunch of free time. Uh, on your hands, you know, yeah. you're not doing a whole lot now these days. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, you're the one all over. <laughs> uh, so we were kind of talking a little bit off the air, and now, you know, it, you're kind of switching mindsets a little bit now. You're kind of switching gears here. You know, you're focused on, you know, you're going out for yourself, but now you kind of have to get into, would you call it coach or dad, you know, type of mindset? You're getting ready to, yeah. hoping to catch your son's yeah. first so, year on there. So this is going to be my my son's first year mm-hmm. of bow hunting, and um, yeah, you're right. Um, this year, the focus as a dad has really shifted from being the dad who wants to get out on my own time, do my own hunting, mm-hmm. to no now, now I can really shift my focus on my son. Mm-hmm. And we we wanna we wanna be able I wanna be able to record and and capture uh, my son's first harvest with a bow um, if he's lucky, and to really uh, to really help him. Uh, and to really kind of coach him, like you said, coach, parent him, 
um, be a professional guide <laughs> or, or a glorified guide, not professional, but because I have no idea what I'm doing, but a glorified guide to my son and to, to really help him uh, embrace the passion that he's discovering around outdoors and hunting mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. So yeah, my, my shift now goes to him. Uh, I, I got a, uh, we got to stand up and uh, I'm going to try those new, well, they're not new, but kind of they've really uh, gained popularity of those harness mm-hmm. um, harness stands where you're just basically hanging from a tree. And yeah. I'm going to be above him, and hopefully hopefully uh, the moment presents itself where we can capture his harvest and his kill. And, um, yeah, so that's where my focus goes, and it's it's going to be <laughs> – I'm just going to enjoy the ride. Absolutely. You, you mentioned that harness day. I, I, I just actually watched something the other day. I was watching one of those hunting shows, and, and they, have you tried it before yet? Or? I, I have not. My, okay. No, my cousin, uh, my cousin who lives uh, over in Minnesota, uh, he is big into it. Okay. And we're going to have him on sometime soon here where he can show us and so forth. But it seems to be like the new thing because you can be, it's very versatile. Yeah. And especially if you're kind of more of the um, stock hunter kind of thing where you, you, you kind of hunt stock and you can, you can climb up in a tree quick. Uh, it's obviously super lightweight and mm-hmm. you're basically sitting on a platform that might be, you know, uh, six inches to a foot, you know, to yeah. a foot long and you know, you can swivel, you can hang basically from the tree. So I don't, I don't know. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to see how that goes. <laughs> They're not cheap either. No. Like if I buy that, like I don't know how I can keep that for my wife. She'll <laughs> she'll figure out that purchase quick because. <laughs> but you have a no idea account or something like that. You know, Wait, another, yeah. yeah if, that as long table. as she doesn't watch our episodes, I'm yeah. good to go. <laughs> That's awesome. Has your brother gone out yet? Has he seen anything? No, or, my no? my brother hasn't. Uh, my brother, he's he's down for the count with strap. Oh he man, strap. So he was he was hoping to get up there. He's hoping to get up there soon. He wants to. He um he's got two cameras out where he's uh, been sending me some pictures that his cameras are sending him that we're like, oh man, we need to get out and we mm-hmm. need to start sitting and you know when we were up there ATVing. Uh, we, you know, we would see more and more trucks parked on the side of the roads, mm-hmm. ATVs parked on the side of the roads, the bow hunters are getting in, you know, and, and for public, um, again, and this happens all over, whether you, it's private or, or public, but you know that, you know, as, as the grouse hunters get in, small yep. game hunters get in, uh, more and more bow hunters get in and the pressure. Got bear uh, hunting going yep, on too. You, it, yeah. yeah. Dogs have been. Uh, running now for I think two and a half, almost three weeks. I know the 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 baiters are now uh, hunting and so forth. It's just you know the pressure yep. and the human you know humans just walking through and all that stuff. Um, but he wants to get out soon. He will get out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you do most of your uh, bow hunting public? Uh, mo- no, 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 no. Okay. So actually, uh, I I have the opportunity to hunt some private land just outside of Jim Falls by the okay. Tom Lewin area. And uh, I've been hunting there for six years now, and that's where my son and I are going to hunt most of the time because it's like a 20-minute drive. So right. we're like, hey, boom, we can be out in the stand right after school kind of stuff. So, again, this is why I'm I'm, I'm, pr- I, I'm taking great pride in this harvest on Monday because it was like, you know, it was at our hunting cabin, yeah. bow season, public land, and um, – yeah, it was pretty cool. So, you know, wh- where I hunt, where I hunt uh, private, 
um, there's some big bucks. Yeah. And I've gotten, I, I've been able, I've been blessed to harvest some wall hangers. Um, nothing to write home about. Nothing like where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it's a 178 or, a, you know, nothing like that. But to me and my family, it's like, well, those are some big ones. Um, but again, Dan, I'm, I'm starting to feel that shift where if, uh, how do you put it? You know, if, if the hunt is based on the number of wall hangers or how big the wall hanger is, I'm starting to ask myself, am I missing the, the big picture? Mm -hmm. Am I missing then truly what hunting is all about? Mm -hmm. And that's what I think this one was, what this, this might, I might look back at this, at this, uh, deer kill and say, yeah, I, 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 I saw myself maturing as a hunter in this moment because for me it was, it was more the connection I had with the deer, mm-hmm. the connection I had with our land and our hunting cabin, um, and just the connection to what, what I'm really doing as a hunter. Right. So, yeah. So maybe I'm off on this a little bit. Would you say Maybe you still do, but would you say like you know all the TV shows are about the wall hangers, right? Yeah. You know, you know do you watch yeah. a lot of those, or do you pay? I mean, or do you think that has a negative effect at times uh, on kind of like maybe a younger generation who's, you know, because there's, you know, it took me a long time to finally get my first bow one, you know. And there's some kids who right away, you know, it's kind of like oh, you got spoiled, and then they go out and like, well, I didn't see anything, and they don't want to do it anymore, you know, right. sort of thing. Do you think those TV shows, you know, there's a boatload of them? It's almost like a positive and a negative effect. Like it draws attention to hunting and that, but then not everybody's going to get the 178 or 180, you know, right. Buckmaster type of wall right. mount or anything like right. that. Right. I, I I think there is. I think um, I do watch them. I mean, I I, I don't necessarily seek them out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I watch I watch the meat eater where you know they're they're harvesting some some decent ones, but. I, I really like their stance on on, on conservation, mm-hmm. and it's really not about that. But you know, I do. I think there's some there's some glorification, mm-hmm. uh, if you will, around um, passing on bucks, mm-hmm. um, uh, quality deer management. I don't know if that's necessarily been a positive thing, um, because you know, I've I'll be honest with you, there's been numerous. Facebook groups that I'm a part of that um, I've purposely removed myself from because I don't think it's 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 feeding a healthy perspective of what we are truly about as hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, and and don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying if you own your own private land, you you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. More power to you. Your philosophy for quality deer meat, great. Mm-hmm. You go do that. Um, but this there's this underlying where I hear this all the time where somebody might shoot, um, you know, and I even felt the urge, you know, uh, bread basket eight. And they're like, wow, you know what? You can't eat the antlers, but it's going to be good eating. You know, almost like they have to say, you know, I know it's not big and I know it's not up to what most people want to get as a buck, you know, but the reality is, is that's not why we do it. We do mm-hmm. it because we, you know, it helps us feed our families um, it helps us, um, it feeds our passion uh, mm-hmm. for who we are as people. Um, and so, yeah, I do. I, I think I think people just get this false sense of, yeah, every time I go out, 
I expect to see a 178. Right. I, you know, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, you you have your own private land mm-hmm. um, and, and so forth. And, and I get it um, because, you know, I also see people who say, yeah, you know, they'll take a video on their private land saying, oh, there's a really nice six. I'm passing, but it's going to go into the neighbor's land. It's going to get shot. Yeah. Well, so what? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know what you, I know what that person's trying to do, but it, yeah, what's, what are your thoughts? I, I'll I mean, say it's, it's kind of changed because when I was growing up, uh, we did a first. Well, we we had private land, and then there wasn't a lot on there, you know, and I, that's where I didn't get to see. I didn't get my first bow until I was twelve and maybe six, yeah, sixteen, you know, first one there. But it switched to like public land. And honestly, it was like, it was almost like the whole family thing was like, brown, it's down, you know, sort of mentality, fill the freezer, that sort of stuff. And, and to be honest with you now that we're a little bit of a smaller group here, it's like, I've gotten more patient. It feels like, cause when you're a kid and you're, you're 12, you're 13 and 14, it's like, Oh, I found, I see a deer, you know, I want to get it. You know, you try to fight back that urge, but it was hard, you know, and it was, we had that mindset. It was like, and we had a big group, you know, sometimes 10 people going out on a Saturday night bow hunting and chances are one person was going to shoot one. So we'd all, I love tracking. I still love tracking. It was always the highlight. But now that I've gotten older and you know, your, our own piece of land, it's like, it's kind of changed a little bit to where I'm more patient now. Like I'm, I'm waiting, but same time, if we're low on a freezer, you know, I'm not looking for, for the big thing. I'm not going to apologize either. If I get a bread basket eight or something like that, you know, that sort of thing, because, and that's where, you know, when I get to Hudson, when he gets out there, you know, in the woods too. I want him to appreciate the work that goes into it, you know, where you're not going to be every time you go out, don't expect to get something, you know? And I think that's some people have been lucky enough to experience that right away where they go out, Hey, got something right away. I know uh, one person growing up with, was was kind of like that, you know, a friend of mine. So it was like, but then, you know, they got frustrated when they didn't get anything. Well, welcome to our world, you yeah, know, a little yeah, bit yeah, there when yeah. you don't get that wall mount for, for well, that year. And, you know, I now, now hear me out, you know, um, don't want listeners to all of a sudden bombard you with philosophical, you know, mm-hmm. understandings of how we hunt. We need to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to look at a doe with um, with two yearlings or, or, or fawns that were born in May, and we need to understand you know, that's a, that's a doe who produces. Mm -hmm. So we don't take that doe, um, versus a doe that comes in and you can look at that doe and say, that's actually a dry doe. That Mm -hmm. would be a good doe to harvest. Mm -hmm. You know, you teach those things to Hudson and, and my son Aiden and and my daughter, Audrey and Anderson, you, you teach those things like, yeah, that's why we would. And that's something I wasn't taught, you know, know, really at the beginning. And then you get older and the more like, okay, you kind of understand that a little bit more. Yeah, you understand that. It's all passing it down. Um, You know, I was able to look at my buck. um, And again, he's he's not, uh, I can barely justify a European mount for my buck, right? (laughs) You know, Um, compared to other bucks I've harvested. But I I was able to look at my buck and say, that's that's actually an older buck. Mm -hmm. That that buck, you, you know isn't a buck you look at and say, yeah, let's pass on that buck because next year that eight pointer will be a 10 pointer and you know, he'll have G twos that are like this and all. No, um, he's, he's probably, he's reached his max, especially for public. And you know, with, with his diet Mm -hmm. on on public land up by us with all, um, to say, yeah, you know, that's, that's a, that's 
a good harvest as well. But mm -hmm. to, just to teach the the understanding of our ecosystems, right? Uh, and to help my my children understand that, yeah, just because it's brown doesn't necessarily mean we got to shoot it and it's down and we can be, you know. Yep. We need to help with that too, so mm -hmm. and help with that understanding. So I want to ask you one more question. If I'm kind of getting too much into weeds here, too deep, you you just tell me to be quiet. Over I'll there, tell man. you. I'll say. Uh, I'll say. Edit that and be, or ed edit that and post, please. Okay, <laughs> perfect. So not to get too personal, but when people find out you are you love hunting, you go hunting, but you're also a pastor. Do yeah. they, does that surprise a lot of people? Up here, no, no, no. Um, you know, because I base I was born and raised in Bruce in Exland, mm -hmm. Wisconsin, where where my my dad my dad uh, opening opening deer season they actually canceled church. They had church the Wednesday before opening deer season because <laughs> because <laughs> you know he would, he would line up all his, the volunteers to lead worship on opening deer season, and the volunteers finally came to him and said, "Hey, it's only the volunteers showing up." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyways. So n not really, uh, no. Um, and I think, I, I think one of the reasons is because um, we, men and women who get out and we hunt, we feel a connection. Mm -hmm. um, I hear it all the time, like, you know, um, things like, I don't need church because my church is my deer stand. And I know exactly what they're saying. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily agree with it, but... I too know what they're saying mm -hmm. um, because I too experience it uh, with them. And I, I do, I think, uh, I, for, I forget who says it, uh, Dan, uh, conservationist Daniel, uh, forget his name, but he says, Hey, if the, if the hunt's ethical, if the hunt's moral, um, uh, and if the hunt hunt brings you closer to creation and the creator, then when you sit in your deer stand 20 feet up, you're 20 feet closer to God. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, boom, that's it. You know? And, and, I mean, Gen okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to get crazy. I mean, Gen Genesis 27, three, you know, um, uh, Isaac is old. He can't see, he can't see anymore. So he brings his oldest son in Esau and it says, Esau, go grab your quiver, go grab your bow, go out into the open and harvest some small game for me. You know, I'm like that. There it is. You know, it, it's, it's our connect. We, I believe we're created, you know, we're created to care for the earth we're created to uh, be a part of helping helping the creation just live and survive. And I think Theodore Roosevelt said it the best. He he you know he he basically said, "Listen, um, the creatures and creation don't have a voice, and we're its only voice." Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, "Yeah, yep. boom, that's it. That's what this is all about." So yep. no, no, you didn't go too far in the weeds. I I totally. Um, and so up here, I don't, I don't hear that ever. I don't hear, we have at our church, uh, we do the blessing of the orange the week before gun deer season. I tell everybody, bring in your, you know, your Buffalo plaid, your, <laughs> your, uh, stormy Cromer, uh, hats, your blaze orange. And I invite all the hunters, men and women and, and, and kids up front. And we do a blessing and we do a prayer over creation and, um, we, we pray that God will guide the bullet straight and, you know, control our breathing, all that good stuff. I believe mm -hmm. in that stuff. So that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's fun. Are you taking your kid? It's first year for deer, uh, rifle season two for him. This uh, year, last or? year was his first, okay. first year. And last year he got, he got, uh, this is the, this is the best part. You and I talked about it last yeah. episode. It's like, how do we keep our kids engaged? And, 
And it's hard. It was hard for me to sit in a stand or to go out deer, you know, deer hunting 14 hours straight. You mm-hmm. know, you're four thirty to. Yeah. Um, but last year, my son experienced for the first time. You got to put the work in. Yeah. And he missed the opportunity to harvest the uh, really nice eight pointer that actually went up on our cabin's wall on public land. Um, he missed that opportunity because he went out in the morning, and we went in for lunch. He's like, ah, Dad, I'm just going to stick around, you know, kind of watch some TV. So I said, I'm going to go out. I'm going to walk around and do a little drive, you know, to your uncle. And sure enough, I start walking, and there he is. And I, I was able to harvest him. <laughs> and then my son's like, my son starts beating himself up because he's like, oh, that could, that could have been me. Yeah. But I was inside watching the Badger game on Saturday. You know, oh, my God, what? Oh, you know, so yeah. you just got to put in the work. It happens. Dude, it's, it happens, man. But it's fall. Yeah. I mean, it, you you know how it, I mean you you've been up to what was that Oktoberfest? You were at the Blue yep. Marble. Yep. Um, you're a busy guy today. I'm I'm uh, it's fall. I'm winterizing my boat, but it's duck season. Do you go duck hunting? Uh, uh, we don't. Bit? Uh, well, we we've tried. Yeah. We have no idea what we're doing. Yep. And uh, we we don't have enough decoys. Uh, we've. Uh, we have some friends that are going to take us out. We're going to um, get out here uh, this week or next week. We got an episode that we want to record around scouting and hunting geese. Um, but so back to the whole thing. It's fall, man. This is yeah. what I love about it. I mean, you can basically hunt and harvest anything and everything under the sun. I love it, but I also feel like I don't have enough time <laughs> yeah. for it to experience fall. That's why I love, I wish fall was longer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to extend it a little bit more. So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. But I'm taking a couple of days next week and I'm just Good for you. all day during the week and trying to maybe yeah, we'll tag out. Keep up. us all posted. We'll do. All right, buddy. Can we do this again in a couple weeks? You let me know, man. You got it. All right. A, a Ron, no idea. Check out all, all the videos. We've got the link up on our website, too. Yes, and if anybody has any ideas of what they want to see, yeah. we will go do it. And we'll, Swag 2 is coming if anybody Swag's wants to coming. buy some. we got some, some sweatshirts and T-shirts, so Heck yep, yeah. we'll let you know. All right, dude. Well, congrats again on the deer. Thanks. I won't talk to you until I get one now, so might be a while out there. <laughs> hey, hey. We're, we can both be jealous of each other. I got my buck. You're going to the Packer game on That's Sunday. True. That's true. You know. Do you even get to go to a lot of Packer games? No. No? Uh, and my wife is from Green Bay. What? And I still, she doesn't. Does she got family? Oh, yeah, because we she, talked about yeah, that Yeah, she's got bit. family, like yeah. 10 minutes from Lambeau. And I think like, you were telling me the story, like, Roger showed up to a high school football game oh, one yeah. time and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. At, at Howard. Yep. yep. The uh, Pirates games, they, they'll watch, you know, so. I don't know. You know, but at the same time, I love just hanging out in my man cave watching the games. Yep. And I don't have to drive, so that was kind of the big thing why I'm going on Sunday. Yeah, because then it gets you know, I'll just ride and take a nap <laughs> we, or something. Yeah, like that. we did take my we the one last time I was there was um, Monday night. My brother and I took my parents for like a birthday or a Christmas gift uh, to the Monday night game. It was uh, Baltimore Ravens back when Joe Flacco was pretty much in his prime. Mm-hmm. And um, and Clay Matthews was in his prime. Can I guess the year? Because I think I know what game you're talking about. Would that have been 2010? Yep. Okay. Uh, I think it was, yep, 2010. And it was uh, uh, with like a minute left before halftime. I think uh, Matthews, it was either a strip fumble uh, or an interception, something like that, where then Packers scored right at halftime. And that basically flipped the whole game. And and Packers came out with a W. But yeah, dude, we didn't get home till. Yeah, four thirty in the morning, and it was like Highway mm-hmm. twenty nine, and in, in yep. December is like, woo. Yep, exactly. I'm excited, man. 
uh, last time we talked to you, it was like, hey, excitement, and then they laid an egg and all that sort of stuff. So let's not jinx it again. <laughs> all right, dude. Hey, thanks. Thanks, man. We'll chat with you again soon, bud. There you go. That's it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. I'm Dan Casper. And again, don't forget, subscribe, like, follow, share the podcast. Invite your family and friends to listen and subscribe and, uh, you know, rate it and all that good stuff. But big thanks to Aaron again for stopping by. And uh, we'll be chatting with him again in a couple of weeks as uh, he's a regular on the podcast too. But I appreciate you all tuning in to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. But can you do me a quick favor? Can you subscribe, follow, like, and share the podcast? And, you know, rate it, like if you're on iTunes or anything like that. Just make it a good rating. That way other people can find the podcast too. Hey, we're everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, you name it. We're all over. Spread the word about the Man Cave Podcast. Until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and we'll talk with you later. Are you looking to sell your home or buy a new home? Or perhaps you're looking for some land to do some hunting or build your dream home on. Whatever the case may be, you need to check out Woods & Water Realty. Visit woodsandwater.com to check out all the listings out there for new homes, some land for hunting, or to build your new home on. Woods & Water Realty will work with you from start to finish to either put your home on the market and help find that new dream home for you or that perfect plot of land. Woods and Water Realty, your real estate store.